learning now Chavzayin and Beis. We're picking up at the bottom of Chavzayin and Aleph, the second to last line. Rabbi Yirmiyah Hechi Avid Hachi. So we saw that Rabbi Yirmiyah Davin Shmanesrei behind Rav when uh, when Rav was davening Ma'ariv of Shabbos early. He was davening Ma'ariv of Shabbos and Erev Shabbos, and Rabbi Yirmiyah was davening behind him. So the Gemara wonders, Rabbi Yirmiyah Hechi Avid Hachi, how could he do that? How could he daven behind Rav, his Rabbi? Vam Rav Yudam Rav. A person should never daven. Not beside his Rebbe, equal to his Rebbe. Rashi said it sort of shows that they're equal, and they're not equal. He's the Talmud, not the Rebbe. Not behind his Rebbe. Rashi says it's like a guy of a Yura. And Taisa says it looks like you're maybe bowing down to your Rebbe. Vitania then is a bryser. If somebody davens behind his Rebbe, somebody gives Shalom to his Rebbe. Rashi explains it means he gives shalom like you would give to anybody. He doesn't say shalom alecha rabbi v'mayri. He just says shalom alechem. And hamachas v'shalom rabbi. He responds. He gives back shalom again without saying rabbi. V'acholik al yeshiva so He separates from his rabbi's yeshiva, meaning he sets up his own yeshiva, goes into competition, so to speak, against his rabbi. V'omer davar shloshamam And he says over something that he did not hear from his rabbi, meaning either in his Rebbe's name, or even not in his Rebbe's name, but people would think that it was something that his Rebbe said, and his Rebbe never said it. So, you know, he might uh, get his Rebbe flack for something he never said. So all of these things, seemingly uh, different, various lack of disrespect for the Rebbe, all these things are glorium l'shchina shetistalik misal. It causes the shchina to, to leave Kla Yisrael. So anyway, how could it be Yermia davin behind his Rebbe? The Gemara says, "Shiny of Yerim Yaber Abba, the Talmud Chaver Hava. He's different because he was not only a Talmud; he was also a Chaver. He was a peer. There's a Darga called Talmud Chaver. He was a Talmud, but he was also a peer. So a Talmud Chaver, he doesn't have his halachas. Vanu de Karmer Le Rabbi Yerim Yaber Abba Larav. And now we can understand that which Rabbi Yerim Yaber Abba said to Rav after this incident. Right? The incident was that Rav davened the Shmonesri of Shabbos, Ma'ariv of Shabbos, while it was still daytime." And Rav Yirmiyah said to him after he davened, Mi badless? Did you separate yourself? Meaning, did you separate from doing malacha? Were you perish from doing malacha? Meaning, when you davened Meir of Kabbalah Shabbos, did you taka bring in Shabbos, even though it was early? And Armelian Rav said, yeah, in. Padilna, yes, I separated from malacha. So what's the point? Velo Amar Mi Badl Mar. Rav didn't say, did the master separate from doing malacha? He addressed him as, uh, you know, in first, uh, in, uh, in first person. Did you uh, did you separate from the Malacha? So therefore, that's an indication that he wasn't his Rebbe. He was a Talmud Chaver. They were also peers. Okay. So then we learn Al Kopanim that uh, Rav Davin Meir Vaner Shabbos and he was Parish. He stopped doing Malacha then. Like the Gemara did Rav separate from the Malacha after Davin Meir Vam Rabbi Avin? Rabbi Avin said over Pamachas he spalul Rebbe Shal Shabbos. Be'er Shabbos. One time, Rebbe uh, was Makabal Shabbos early. He davened Ma'ariv early. Afterwards, Vinichmas Amerchas. He went into the bathhouse. Viatza. He came out. Vishanalan Pirkin. He taught us a parak. Gave a shear. Vadayin Loyechashcha. And it wasn't yet dark. Now it says that Rebbe went into the base of Merchas. You're not allowed to go into a base of Merchas. You're not allowed to bathe on Shabbos. So apparently, even though he davened Ma'ariv and he was, you know, davened the Ma'ariv of Shabbos. He didn't stop doing malacha. 
So Amar Rabbah, so Rabbah says, no, that which Rabbi went into the base of Merchatz wasn't to bathe. He went in to sweat. As he went to sweat, in other words, to shvitz. He went into the Merchatz not to bathe in the water, but to use it as a shvitz. And it was before the Gzera, meaning to say that Midaraisi, you're allowed to bathe on Shabbos as well. There's no malach involved in bathing. Certainly, you're allowed to, to use a sauna. But what Chazal did was they were geyser, you're not allowed to bathe because you might boil up the water in order to do that. So there was a certain time period where they were geyser, you're not allowed to bathe, but you're still allowed to use the bathhouse as a sauna, to go in there, Lahazia, to sweat, Schwitz. So that's what he's saying happened here. This was in between the initial gezeira, that you're not allowed to bathe, but you're still allowed to sweat. Before they made the gezeira, you're not allowed to be mazia to sweat either. And he went in lazia. So that's why he did it. Not because he was doing molacha after he daffed marav. No, of course, after Rabbi did molacha, he, after Rabbi daffed marav, he certainly wouldn't have done molacha. Also, Rav wouldn't have done molacha. And what he did was, he went into shvitz, which is okay. I ain't it that so? Is it so that after you daffed marav, on Erev Shabbos, early, you have to be Parsha Malacha. Abaye was matir. He gave a hetter to Ravdimi Barlivai. The Kavri Sali means to smoke baskets with uh, with sulfur. In other words, it's certainly a Malacha. And apparently he allowed Ravdimi Barlivai to do that Malacha after he davened Mairiv early on Erev Shabbos. So you see that even after you're davening Mairiv, you were allowed to do malacha. So Gemara says, Ahuta Usavai, that was a toast. Meaning he davened Mairev on Erev Shabbos early, but not on purpose. It was a mistake. He thought that it was already nighttime, and he went and davened Mairev. And then he realized that it was still light. It was apparently a cloudy day, and he thought the sun had set, and he realized that it didn't. So when he realized it was a mistake, so therefore Abai said, Listen, you only davened Mairev by accident, you're, uh, you're free to do malacha. So it seems like. When you daven marav by accident, so that's not binding. When you daven marav by mistake, can you go back because of that? In other words, and say that it's as though I didn't daven marav. In other words, enochanami had I daven marav, and it would have been a good filas marav. That would have been a kabbalah Shabbos, and they couldn't do malacha like Rabbi and like Rab. And that which Rav Dimi Bar Levi was allowed to do malacha because of the mistake. Because when you daven marav by mistake, so then you can go back on it. Is that true? But Amr Avid and Avid said, and this is a different kind of a story, but we'll see. What was the story? Pamachas niskashi shemayim ba'avim. One time the shemayim, um, literally niskashi means they nodded over, meaning they got covered over ba'avim with clouds. It was a very cloudy day, and it looked so dark just because of the clouds. So the people actually thought that it was actually already dark. They went into the basic nest to be spalled and they davened. Which day was it? Shemotzai Shabbos. It was Mayer of Matzei Shabbos, but they actually davened it for Shabbos. In other words, the sun hadn't really set, the stars hadn't really come out. They thought that because it was so cloudy and dark that that already happened. So they made a mistake, they davened Mayer. And then after Shuvah, he spazzed, the clouds scattered, and they saw Vizar HaShemesh, the sun shone through, so they realized their mistake. So what did they do? Vavo, Vishos, Shabbat, they went and asked Shabbat. So Amr Rabbi said, listen, how we since they davened, he spazzed, they davened. Meaning, they davened Mayer, it's fine. They don't have to daven Ma'ariv again. So even though this is talking about Matzai Shabbos, obviously they weren't allowed to do Malacha when they realized their mistake. I mean, even though the Halacha was Hayovi Hispalalu Hispalalu, it's not going to say, it's not going to mean that you're allowed to do Malacha now. But uh, you see that even though they daven by mistake, 
it's all good tefillah. So the same thing the Gemara is saying should be on Erev Shabbos. Even though Rav Dimi, Bar Levoi, Davin Meyer, early by mistake, we should say, Holy Hispalo, Hispalo, since he davened, already he davened. And if the Lacha is Holy Hispalo, Hispalo, then he should not be allowed to do the Lacha. Sounds like we were talking to before, since he davened early by mistake. So therefore, the Tzvila is like, he didn't daven, and he can do Mulacha, and he'll have to daven again later. But from here, you'll learn that no, that since you davened, the Tzvila is a good Tzvila. So then here, the Tzvila should be a good Tzvila, and therefore, he shouldn't be able to do Mulacha. So he says, no. Shiny Tzibur Lema Shechino is different when the Tzibur Davin's Maravarli. When the Tzibur Davin's Maravarli, Rav mistakes, then we'll say, Holy Spalu, Spalu, Rav Yemachrich, Hol Tzibur. But Rav Dimi Barli, he's one person, he Davin Maravarli. Too bad, you're going to have to go back and Davin Marav again. And since you're going to have to Davin Marav again, therefore your Marav is like you didn't Davin, and the Kabbalah is not a Kabbalah, and therefore he was allowed to do Malacha. That's what Rashi explains to this Kabbalah. Amr Bechia Baravin, Chibravin said, Oh, Rav, Tali Shoshavas, Be'er Shabbos. Rav Davin, the Marav of Shabbos, early on Arab Shabbos. And Rabbi Yeshua Masi, so Matzai Shabbos, but Shabbos. He davened Mayer of Matzai Shabbos early, was actually still Shabbos. Rav told Yeshua Shabbos, Be'er Shabbos. So he wanted to say, when Rav davened Mayer of Shabbos early on Erev Shabbos. Will you then go ahead and say Kiddush on a coast of wine, meaning Mamish bringing Shabbos with Kiddush and everything? Or that not? Or would you wait until it was dark until he made Kiddush? Prove it to you, Rav Nachman, Rav Shmuel, Mispalo, Adam Shal Shabbos, Be'er Shabbos, you can daven Mayer early. And then we said, Rabbi Yeshua Masli Sumotzai Shabbos Peshavos. He davened Ma'ariv early when it was still Shabbos. Oim Rav Dal Al Kais. Oim Rav Dal Al Kais. Oim Rav Dal Al Kais. Would he make Havdal on a Kais of Yain, even though Shabbos wasn't really over? Oi or not? Would he not make Havdal yet? He would until it's not much dark until Havdal. Tashma. So we might prove this as well. Oim Rav Yudam Rishmuel Mispalo Adam Shumotzai Shabbos Peshavos. You can daven Ma'ariv early on Shabbos Shabbos. Oim Rav Dal Al Kais, and you can still see Havdal Al. I'll say over in the name of Rav. By the side of this pole, he stood here once and he davened Shabbos, davened in Kabbalah Shabbos, Mayrav, early on Erev Shabbos. Okay. When Ula came, he said, You got the story all wrong. First of all, it was beside a date, uh, palm tree. It wasn't beside a pole, it was beside a palm tree. It wasn't like you said, somebody else. It wasn't davening early on Arab Shabbos. It was davening early on Matzai Shabbos. Sounds like a different story altogether, but he seems to take issue with the first account of what happened, and this is actually what happened. Okay, we learned in the mission of Tzilas Keva. What does it mean, Ein Keva? That it means, in other words, there's no set time when you have to daven by. That's what Ein Kevah means. Kevah means nothing set. So if it means that it's not set until when, if you want, you can daven all night. So listen, so say, you can daven the whole night. What's that lashon of Ein Lekevah? So what then does it mean, Ein Lekevah? It means like the one who holds that you don't have a chiyuv. To, to daven Ma'ariv, it's more of an option. That's what it means in the Keva. It wasn't set in place. Ma'ariv is a markal. It was never set in place. It's called Rishos. Well, Tfilas Ariv. The Machlaikas, what's the status of Ma'ariv? You have to daven Ma'ariv. You don't absolutely have to. Taisa says it doesn't mean just arbitrary. You can decide not to. But it means that in certain cases, because it's Rishos, so then we'll, uh, we'll push it off. If there's another mitzvah, they have to do is so we'll push off Marev. 
Okay, I'll go find him. It's not a chayva mamish. Amr Abaye halacha kedivri omer chayva. Rav Amr halacha kedivri omer rishas. And Tami uh, Shainim, it seems that Rav was the one who said that it's rishas. We pass him like Rav. Okay, Tan Rabban and Maisa but Talmud Nachad. There was a Maisa with a certain Talmud. Shabbat near Rishua. I came to Rishua with a Shaila. Amr like Tfilas Arvis. Rishas a chayva. Is my rishas a chayva? Amr like Rishua told him it's rishas. Shabbat near Magomil. Later on, he came to Magomil. Amr like Tfilas Arvis. Is it Rishus a chayva? Amr like Sir Magomil told him it's a chayva. So Amr like the Talmud said, "I, you're telling me chayva. Follow your Rishua. Amr like Rishus. Rishua told me it's rishas." So now apparently Magomil wasn't so happy with Rabbi Yeshua telling people that it's Rishus. Because, of course, Rabbi Gamil had the lachas, it's a chayva. Amr he said, Hamtain achi yikmasu bali trace in the basement. Wait until the bali trace literally means the people that hold, the, that have the, the shields. And in other words, it's a reference to soldiers. And it doesn't mean literally soldiers. It means it's chachamim, the ones who are soldiers in Tyra. Wait for the chachamim to come into the basement. matters. Kishinichmasu bali trace. So when the chachamim came into the basement matters, Amr HaShayel, so the Shayel, on cue, stood up, and he asked everybody, Filas Arvis, Rishos Chayva. So Amr Ramgamil, so Ramgamil said in front of everybody, Chayva. Amr Lehem Ramgamil, the Chacham. And then Ramgamil turns to the Chachamim. Klum Yesh Adam Shachalik Is there any person here who disagrees with this sack? Amr Le Yabishua, Yabishua, of all people speaks up. And he says, Lab, no. No one disagrees. Of course, you're right. It's a Chayva. Amr Le Yabishua, so what do you mean, Valim Yishim Chamali, in your name? They told me, I heard in your name, Rishos. And it's Rishos, what do you think? It's a Chayva. He said, Yeshua, stand up on your feet and let the people that heard it from you testify. So, Yeshua stood out on his feet. He said, listen, I tried to deny it, but now you're going to summon this fellow to testify. If it would be that I was alive and he was dead, we should, the word Yomali should be written with the Yud. With the Yud, it means if, if, with an alpha means if not. So the correct the, the, uh, spelling is along with the good. If I would be alive and this fellow would be dead, all right, somebody who's alive can deny somebody who's not alive, right? Because it's my word and he's not going to deny what I'm saying. He's not alive. But now that I'm alive and he's also alive, what, what can I say? How could I deny what he is saying? So, all right. Now, Basically, Rabbi Gamliel told Rabbi Yeshua, you got to stand up. And it was somehow, uh, you know, an indication of Yeshua's uh, contempt, saying psaq uh, against Rabbi Gamliel and, and denying it. So Rabbi Yeshua is standing up. I don't know if it's a punishment or, or whatever. So Rabbi Gamliel is standing. Rabbi Gamliel, Yeshua, Rabbi Gamliel sitting and darshaning. And Rabbi Yeshua was laying in Aragav the whole time. Until the people started complaining the Chachamim, and eventually, remember, they said the Chutzafis, the Turgman, the Chutzafis, the Turgman, he was the spokesman of Rabbi Gamliel, and they said to him, Amoy, stop, don't uh, don't continue delivering the drasha um, on behalf of Rabbi Gamliel. Vamet, so he stopped. Amri, and the people spoke up with a protest. They said, How much are we going to be Mitzar of Yeshua? Poor of Yeshua. Rosh Hashanah, last year, he was Mitzar him. That's the Gemara when uh, the Shaila had to be Kovea, which day is Rosh Hashanah, and Rishua had to be Kovea a certain day, and Gamil said, no, we're Kovea another day, and Gamil said to Rishua, you have to come, when it's Yom Kippur, according to your Cheshben, to show that you're Makabal Maipsak, that it's not Yom Kippur, it's really Chal. And it was Mitzar Rishua. And then in Bebuchai Reis, 
There's a story in Bukhar's Bemaisa, he was also Metairim over there in that story, that Rabbi Tzadok had a Bukhar, and Rabbi Gamliel told Yeshua also to stand up because of something that happened over there. So Achanami, and then here again, Tziare, making him stand up in front of everybody. Tov and Avri, let's get up and remove Rabbi Gamliel from his office. Enough is enough. Now, they decided to remove Rabbi Gamliel. Who are you going to stand up in his place? Who's going to replace Rabbi Gamliel as the Nasi? So Nukmi and Yeshua, we're going to point to Yeshua. Baal he was the Baal He was the one who Rabbi Gamliel, you know, was uh, was battling against. It's going to be too painful for Rabbi Gamliel. We couldn't do that to Rabbi Gamliel. Likely be Akiva to appoint to be Akiva. Dilma Anishle, maybe he'll be punished. I mean, Hashemayim, Rabbi Gamliel's tainas will bring a punishment. The last is Chosavis, because Rabbi Akiva, his father, he's a ger. He doesn't have, his father is a ger. He doesn't have his Chosavis. El Naikmele Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. So rather, we'll appoint Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. To who Chacham? He's a Chacham. Who actually is wealthy? He doesn't need to take bribes. Who has Sirili Ezra? He has Yichus, 10th generation from Ezra. Now, what's the Navkamina? Who Chacham? That he's a Chacham, the Maxi, the Farakle. If people will ask him questions, he can answer. But who Asher? He's rich. Do you see the Tzluch of If he needs to go and serve the, you know, the Caesar and bribe him off, who Asher? He can go. He has gifts that he can bring to the Caesar. Who Asher? He's 10th generation to Ezra. This is Chosavi. He has Chosavi. Believe us, honestly, and Ramgamil will not be able to bring any punishment upon him. Does the master want? Is it good for him? Do we have a to be there Shiva? said, "Well, of course." I'm going to go and consult with Inshibasi with the women of my house, meaning my wife. Let me go and ask my wife. Azavim Nuchmi. went and he asked his wife. We'll continue next time.